I don't think this is going to be, um, you know, that long of an episode, Jeff. I don't. It's not like we're doing a review of a three-disc space-themed rock opera. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff, and welcome to the Sound Judgment Podcast. Where every episode, we'll be discussing all of the important musical topics, from reviews to which member of Motley Crue is the most vile. I'm gonna judge the officials. I'm gonna judge all the judges. It's gonna take you people years to recover from all my opinions. (laughs) Before we dig into that... Jesus, I, I... I can't believe for the second time this year! I, I want you to know how, how... I, alright, anyway, anyway. Before we dig into the (laughs) fact that, yes, we did in fact listen to yet another, uh, part of a trilogy sci-fi space opera about AI and shit. Um... That actually had me thinking, like, I want to see, like, our our statistics here for, like, how often we end up talking about, like, shitty concept albums or whatever. Um, so, so, now that we're in the, uh, in the middle of the year, and we've already listened to many albums in the past, like, six or seven months, I want to know what our ratio of, like, metal versus non-metal albums is, because we do tend to do, um maybe slightly more than the average amount of metal albums compared to everything else we listened to. So this time, what we listened to was Scar Symmetry, who's a Swedish melodic death metal band, which I'm typically up for. Like, Mellow Death is is pretty cool. Uh, They've been around for a hot minute. They've been around for about 20 years. This is not some newbie group. Like, these guys are well-established, and as far as I'm aware, they are pretty well-respected. Uh, that being said, their last album was from almost nine years ago. And as far as I can see, they've been pretty much MIA for basically half of their existence now. So they released part one of a trilogy almost nine years ago in 2014. And Chris, we dug into part two, which again is another damn trilogy about, like, AI space opera shit. Why are you making me do this? What is with us in these trilogies and... St- what what the hell is happening? Uh, you, you were saying something about, um... Why do I keep yeah, making I you do this? Like, well, it's not even just necessarily you, but, like, what is up with, like, trilogies and space operas and this is not the first thing we've listened to that has a large focus on like ai like just what what the hell's going on first off i i i I can see how a lot of this is like coming up in pop culture because it's kind of becoming relevant Uh, did you listen to the first album i did i didn't i didn't try and dig into it nearly as much but i wanted to like make sure i knew what was happening here so i did listen to it Okay, so I think it's interesting that that album being nine years old and this already being planned is... I, I don't think when this started, this was at the forefront of, like, news like it is right now. We weren't talking about no, no, billionaires no. going to space quite as much and AI quite they as much. They jumped the gun on that, apparently. They jumped the gun a little bit. But, I mean, obviously it's a concept that's been around since the, oh, probably the decades. 70s or something. But it it hasn't been... 
Yeah, it, it hasn't been at the forefront of the conversation like it has been these past couple years. But yeah, I think it's just the, the fact that now we're actually talking about billionaires going into space and AI is kind of happening now. Yeah, I mean, it is becoming more and more relevant. I mean, I, I do um, I do think it's fun that, you know, part one, like they already had this idea in motion almost a decade ago when this was a little less of a thing and it's it's it feels almost predictive of just like yeah you saw where this was going like i mean not that i think it was a secret i think we all like anyone who paid attention to you know emerging technologies saw that like all right billionaires are going to be going to space within the foreseeable future kind of thing and and for the record uh 9 years is child's play to a winter sun fan i mean i, I mean I think we briefly talked about that whole insanity before. I want to say, like, at the end of a recording session, I happened to see a post he made. And it's been, I mean, how long has that been? When was, when was that, when was the previous Winter Sun album? 2012, two years before Neo Humanity. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's and they And they followed through. So, so here's the thing, though, is that this album was planned for 2015, but was initially pushed back by the birth of the singer's son, or I should say child. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so they were planning on it, and then he wasn't going to be able to tour because he just had a kid, so they pushed it back based on that, and then I guess there were some inner band problems because I think it was, like, the bassist or something was let go, and they brought someone new in. Yeah, I did see there were some there were some lineup changes, or at least a lineup change. I don't recall how much. Well, the, the, the first part of Neo Humanity was the first album with the two new singers, so this is only their oh, second okay. album. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, it, it initially got pushed back in 2015 due to due to uh, the birth of the singer's kid. There were some lineup issues. They did some extensive touring, I think, and then probably COVID hit and just everything pushed it back, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of things got pushed back uh, due to COVID. I mean, quite frankly, let's face it, you know, when we started this project originally in 2020, um, pre-COVID, we had every intention of just like, oh, we're going to catch all these albums as they get released. And like more than half of my list of albums got postponed. <laughs> so like stuff happened and, and, I, and I get that. Uh, nine years is still a long time. I mean, I understand like things happen. I understand why they happen. But just like, wow, that's a long time. And that's um, I mean, if I were a, a big fan of this band, that gets very tiresome. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, as, again, especially because this is part two. Part one already exists. Just, uh... Okay. Before I start saying anything about the music itself or getting into songs, c can you... Can you explain to me, like I'm an idiot, what the hell this is about? Like, what is this... The, okay, I'm sorry. For the record, we never, we never said the name of the album. It is The Singularity. So this is phase two, Xenotaph. Yes, the first the first phase being Neo Humanity. The second yeah. phase is Xenotaph. And so, the, what is so, this, so, the singularity about? So I would love to give you like a verified response because I did try to do. Uh, I, I tried to like watch some interviews about the band talking about it, and I, there, no one has done like a good Reddit explanation like the Smashing Pumpkins one. So. To the best of my ability, in the not-too-distant future, the elite have colonized another planet in space 
behind like the common people's back. They're leaving the masses on the Earth, which is dying. And they're on this other planet, and they think they've discovered how to survive death by putting a person's consciousness into an android. But then when they try doing it to someone, they come back with, like, with no soul, and the human aspect is, like, replaced by AI, I think. And the android starts killing the other humans. And I, I guess it is somehow able to with its like advanced AI consciousness figure out how to uh, like change its biology into the thing that's on the album cover which is like an alien angel type thing which I mean it, it honestly just looks like take take a fairly muscular take a fairly muscular looking man like a tall thin but muscular man make him bald give him the big typical alien eyes Give him angel wings and a second set of arms. It, it, like it's 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 kind of a cool picture, but it's also really not a creative picture at all. No, no. This is such no. a generic looking creature. And then I believe this album is the the Xenotaph has created like an army of AI by killing all of the other humans and putting their brains into into. Uh, androids and kind of like making an army and it's coming back to earth initially like they think it's a savior or like an angel or something and then it starts taking out humanity and I believe that they then are able to fight it with like a computer virus because it's it's an AI it's all based on like actual conspiracy theory writings about uh, transhumanism there's an actual like name for this like conspiracy theory that this is going to happen or is happening and there's like writings about it and shit like that um, and like this isn't this isn't their first time doing that this they also have a an album that like has songs about the reptilians and shit like that except like they said in an interview somewhere that I was looking at it's like that that's a little bit more fun no one really believes in the reptilians this is something that's a little bit more plausible kind of almost banking on possible so that's at least they don't believe in reptilians Jeff well that sure is a start um <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume you weren't too into the story here I didn't really follow the story but what parts of the story I understand in the concept itself I really could not care less about it's it's an incredibly dumb concept to me. I am very, very tired of... I'm so tired of Skynet stories, right? Like, that's all this is. Or, you know, I mean, or, I mean, you know, I don't know. Let's go back further. It's, um, it's I have no mouth and I must scream, mm. right? Like, uh, okay, I get it. AI, bad take over the world. Robots will become smarter and kill... Like, I don't, fine. Alright, I've heard this story. Mm -hmm. Do something different with it, and then maybe I'll care. Um, this is somewhere between Terminator and Aliens, and I just don't... I don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can't say anything about the story itself. It's... I, I'm so sick of it. Um... 
So unless you have anything about the story, el something else about the story you would like to get into, why don't we get into the the music itself? No, that's uh, that's absolutely fine. We can get into the music itself. Okay. So I'm gonna start off here. Um, we have track one, Chrono Nautilus, which I fairly typical for a lot of mellow death bands anyway. You have a really nice mix of, of the harsh vocals and the clean vocals, right? Um, although I will say that when the clean vocals chime in at times, I'm getting a really strong go-go Power Rangers vibe or something off of it. They're, like, almost too cheesy for the genre, which is hard to do because as hardcore as melodic death metal sounds, it is a really cheesy genre of music. See, I actually think the clean vocalist sounds like what Tobias Forge thinks he sounds like. Oh, that's very, that's a very good description. Um, that's a very good description. Although there are times where I think the clean vocals aren't nearly as strong as I think they wanted them to be. But that's, I don't want to say I'm getting nitpicky, but like that's, but either way, like, yeah. That's, I think that's also, that also describes Tobias Forge, though. Well, I also don't yeah, think his voice is as powerful as he, as he wants it to be sometimes. No. Uh, it's not as powerful as I want it to be sometimes. Although yeah. I will say he, I've said this before, he sounds better live than in the studio. I think they're I don't harsh. Know how vocal they do that wrong? I think they're harsh vocalists. Though sounds great. He sounds yes, fine. No absolutely. complaints about him. Um, so again, the, the song you know you have some really really strong guitar work. Um, you know you have your your typical like heavy verse, uh, clean vocal chanting chorus, heavy verse, clean vocal chanting chorus, then it breaks into this. Uh, pretty mellow, very like beautiful melodic guitar work. Like this, this solo is just incredible. It's on that that sort of cusp of it's very much a a shreddy heavy metal solo, but it's it's singable, right? Like there's yeah. a discernible melody going on. This isn't just a sweet picking up and down the neck and hoping for the best. Yeah, what I mean, um, what I like about Scar Symmetry is that they do have that that. Prog sensibility, but they're very good at writing something poppy and catchy too. A lot of their choruses sound lifted straight out of like '80s arena rock, rather than or power metal, rather than you know something real heavy. Yeah, no, and I think they do a great job of, um, unlike unlike a lot of prog bands, like this is not riff salad. Like this is, you know, there's like discernible sections, like the music ebbs and flows and it builds tension and releases tension over time right like this again this first song like you have your your verse or chorus verse chorus then it breaks into this melodic section then it slowly builds back up and uh through the solo while the solo is still staying like fairly linear the the rest of the band is is backing it up more and more and more until it ends in this big like bombastic explosion um and you can describe almost this entire album just like that. Yeah. Like, re re to, to a fault. Re remember remember when people used to take, like, Linkin Park songs and you just stacked them on top of each other and they, like, fit the formula so much that, like, Chester will start singing within the same, like, couple seconds? Yeah. That's how most of this album feels. Yeah. The worst offenders, unfortunately, are the first two tracks. They are also literally within one second difference of each other. <laughs> time. Like, they're five minutes and four seconds and five minutes and five seconds. 
But then also track 6 is only 5.30, and then track 5 is 5.15, and track uh, 8 is 5.06. There's a lot of similarity in in how almost every track sounds, with a couple exceptions, but... Uh, I'm gonna I agree with you. Move, move over, ACDC. You've, you've got some competition right here. <laughs> I actually think... Uh, unfortunately, part one was a little stronger because it instead of having what uh, eleven tracks at like a, just under an hour, it did eight tracks in forty five minutes and chose instead to have two long songs rather than everything being about four to five minutes. Yeah, uh, I just I think that album's a little bit more better put together. I again, I did not spend as much time with uh phase one but i i would ultimately agree i think phase one is a is a is a stronger album in almost every way possible honestly um sorry xenotaph you you didn't you didn't you didn't do a whole lot there's not i mean there for for the music being as um as complex as it is Right, like if you were to like strip this music down and like write it down, there is a lot going on. But unfortunately, a consequence of the genre is that a lot of what's going on is just like wall of sound. Right, you might have um, a really crazy riff going on, but that riff fills a. Its purpose is just like here is your single phrase of noise coming at you. And then here is your single phrase of noise coming at you while every other member of the band is equally doing the same thing. It's almost like there's so much going on that it kind of just comes off as, I think, wall of sound, not in the Phil Spector way, but in like the much more almost almost literal sense. It all kind of blurs together. Yeah, it, it becomes almost fuzzy in that it all blends in. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just that's a that's a factor of the genre. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, if I were to if I were to say some good things about it, I could probably put any song on the album on and enjoy it, right? Uh, yes, it's absolutely. Just, it's just listening to it front to back; it overstays its welcome a little bit, and it's a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, if I were in the mood for some some mellow death, this is not a bad album to put on. But like, is is anything on this album going to stand out to me? Probably not, and it and, and even after listening to it numerous times, it hasn't. I don't think this album's gonna stand out in in twenty twenty four the way No sixteen ninety six by Insomnium did. I think you're. I think absolutely. I think this is ultimately a weaker album. I mean, yeah, I mean, having said that, this this baby do have all the bits. It's got you know the complex death metal passages and the the. 80s sounding choruses, which is just how I like it. Usually, it's just I, I think if you're gonna. I mean, fortunately, if you're going to check it out, you, the first part's better. So there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, if I were going to give recommendations like, hey, <laughs> Baby's first Mellow Death album, like, I'm not starting here. No, but I, I do think that, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do think they put out a solid album here. Uh, I think the last two are kind of a step up from some of the earlier stuff, which still isn't bad. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I have, it's not like I have less respect for the band or anything. 
Um, not that I was ever a huge fan of the band. Like, if I'm going for Mellow Death, uh, Scar Symmetry is not typically who I would go to anyway. There's just, there's just not anything that's standing out on this album. Like, I couldn't... You know, if I wanted to pinpoint a single track, I'm probably just gonna go with Chrono Nautilus because it's the opener. There's no other real logic behind that statement. Just like, oh yeah, listen to this song. It's 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 pretty damn cool song uh, on its own. I don't think it does anything, or like I don't think it actually stands out in the album. I feel like the album really suffered from lack of variety, which again isn't bad. Every song on here is there's nothing offensive. It's just all very meh, mid, average, mediocre. It is, it is, it is very par for the course. Man, I don't know that mid's an insult. It's no, I don't think mid is an insult. People, people use mid. People wrong. use people use mid as an insult, and I'm just like that means average. It's yeah, mid. no, people people use it wrong. Mid is not an average. Mid means this isn't amazing. It is an insult to people who are like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. No, it's mid. It's middle. It's average, which is what this is. This is a. Three out of five or two out of five, depending on my mood. I'm probably gonna say two out of five because I think the topic is really stupid. I'm trying to think of a stupid grading scale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking six out of ten. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. I got nothing. Uh, I'm feeling. Like I'm feeling as creative as 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 they are. Six yeah, out of ten. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly how I feel. I kind of get nothing out of this, man. Uh, Xenotaph, we did not bring you the quintessential light, even though you sang that line very beautifully. That is probably the only line I actually remember off the top of my head. Is Xenotaph, we brought you the quintessential light. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but it's one of the dumbest sentences I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sorry, Scar Symmetry. I mean, you're cool and all, but I, I, I don't got much. I don't got much for you guys. They did. That, that, no, that's. I completely agree. Uh, uh, it wasn't. I checked it. I, I wanted to check it out, and I just, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't had a topic in such a long time. When was the last time we did a nice, you know, death metal review? <laughs> I mean. Well, okay, so actually going back to what I said, I actually am kind of curious because I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look at what we've done so far this year. Um, I'm sure we did our more than our fair share of, of, of metal albums. We typically do. We probably did. The I think what was funny was uh, in the beginning of the year, you were picking the heavy ones and I wasn't. Yeah, that is a little weird. I'm, I'm not that I'm going to like make a conscious effort of changing that, but like. I feel like because you told me that, I'm like subconsciously making a point of not accidentally picking metal albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alright, I mean, are we calling are we calling Bad Luck Friday metal? No. They're not metal. Okay, so no, Insomnium Blues Rock. We got Insomnium Baby Metal. Smashing Pumpkins. Well, I'm not Smashing calling... Pumpkins isn't metal. But no, I'm, like, no, I'm but just like, reading. I'm just reading. Event like, Sevenfold. Um Revolution Saints is not one. Avenged Sevenfold. At fuck Sleep Token, man. Three or four, depending on what you want to call Sleep Token. That's 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 a pretty decent amount, actually. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you Chris, what, what we're gonna not talk oh, about ahead. anymore is death metal. Yeah, no, we're not doing any more death metal. <laughs> 
Tonight or this year? Because I can't promise that second one. 